Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. Join us at LateNightHealth.com. That's LateNightHealth.com. Lots of things going on over there, and our guests are over there. Our current guest, Dr. G. Scott Morris, will have his pretty picture uh, up on there uh, and a copy of his uh, book cover so you can see. The book, by the way, is called Care, How People of Faith Can Respond to Our Broken Healthcare System. Um, you are a minister and a doctor, and do to to make care work, to make the book work. Do we have to be of any particular faith, or is it anybody who believes in a higher power? Yeah, I, I mean, no. I, I happen to be a United Methodist minister, but um, the fact of the matter is, is that every faith tradition. Uh, has a, an obligation to care for our bodies and to care for the poor when they're sick. So uh, this is definitely not uh, linked to just one uh, point of view. Uh, our health care is broken. Um, uh, I uh, recently did a, a study on a generic pain med, uh, generic, and without insurance, it was $399. Uh, with insurance, it was $198. This is a drug that costs about five cents a pill. I find it reprehensible. Yeah, so I actually, in my book, I uh, have a whole chapter on that very thing and, and uh, really focus on a drug called Colchicine, which was actually used by the Egyptians. Um, and yet, uh, it, Ben Franklin used it re- regularly to treat his gout, and yet, um, you know, 10 or 15 years ago now, a drug company realized there had never been any double-blind control studies on this drug. They did them, and then the FDA gave them approval, and we went from a drug that literally used to cost $0.02 cents a pill to now costing $20 a pill, a drug that the Egyptians used. Whoa. So it was a supplement. A natural. No, it is, no it's a very effective a treat. If you ever, hopefully, you never have gout, but it's a terribly painful thing. This right. Is a miracle drug. I mean, when I first began practicing in the 1980s, if somebody had gout, I would give them this drug. By five hours after I gave it to them, they would be totally pain free. But it, it's a drug. It's an actual drug, not. It's an wow. Actual drug. Called Colchicine. Gotcha. But I mean, there are many examples of that. If you if you follow the, the issue of insulin, insulin was actually created um, in a way that was uh, so life altering, so sustaining that the people who uh, effectively invented uh, insulin refused to have a patent. Um, they believed it should never be. Uh, a drug not available to everybody, including the poor. Um, that they limited its cost to a dollar a bottle. Um, and now, if you've followed this, um, insulin can be three or even four hundred dollars a bottle, which makes it completely out of reach for poor people. Um, the uh, in you know, growing up, uh, I took uh, two uh, polio vaccines. I took the sock and I took the Sabin. One was a shot, an injection. The other was a sugar cube. And neither of those pioneering doctors uh, patented 
their their uh, uh, polio vaccines because they wanted everybody to be able to afford it. I wonder why Pfizer, Moderna, and J&J didn't do the same thing with COVID. Come on, you guys, get off your butts. All right. When I get my insurance bill at the end of the month, and I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm basically in good health. Um, I may not look it, but I am. And I may take the Lord's name in vain. I try not to when I see that bill because it's, it's broken. I mean, I had a test a couple of, uh, in August. It was just a, a test to, to a baseline test. It was like, $2,000. It just boggled my mind. I was, it took 15 minutes. What is, what's up with that? What do you think about that? Look, the problem is, is that one sixth of the American economy is directly related to healthcare. One third is indirectly related. So if you start messing with uh, the American medical system, a lot of people are watching. You know, what, what my book is about is I, I actually believe that uh, our faith communities are a great sleeping giant that actually have an amazing ability to impact the way we live our lives, um, the way we focus on what it means to be a, uh, to live healthy. Um, there are clinics all over this country that their sole purpose is providing health care for the poor, and they do it without relying on federal funding. Um, most people have no idea these things are even out there, but they're literally in every community in America. Uh, the, um, you know, recently uh, I was talking to a uh, podiatrist, and he was upset with a congressman in Florida. A lot of us are upset with Congress people in Florida, but he said he's a podiatrist. And one of his things that he does is he provides orthotics. And as we age, it makes it easier to walk without pain if you have orthotics. Um, and now, now we, uh, the uh, Medicare doesn't provide that for seniors and many seniors cannot afford Five, six, seven hundred dollars for a pair of orthotics, and I have to st- stop and say that I think that's a ridiculous price anyway, too. Five hundred dollars for you know you can go to a shoe store and get them for fifty bucks. Uh, they may not be the same. Any thoughts on that? Well, look, the problem in many of these ways is that we have focused so much on uh, drugs. You know, and yet the fact of the matter is um, our bodies are more electrical systems than they are built around chemistry. Um, your brain, your heart, your muscles are all electrically driven. Um, so it's like calling in a plumber to fix your lights when they're flickering. Um, you know, we have to come up with a way to care for our bodies beyond just the way we are doing it right now with drugs and technology. Um, which means um, we, we have to find other ways to, to bring about our health, healthy outcomes. Now, only 10% of anybody's health outcomes, 10%, has anything to do with the doctor, uh, the hospital, or drugs. Um, we spend a trillion dollars a year on those things. Uh, 
if it only has 10% to do with my health outcomes, you could argue we're not spending the money very wisely. And I think you'd be right. Let's find out briefly right now about Church Health. You're the CEO and founder of Church Health, um, based in Memphis, Tennessee. Tell us about that briefly, and then when we come back from our break coming up, we'll continue that that uh, that uh, examination. Yeah, so we've been doing uh, this work for 35 years, started in 1987. Um, we provide health care for the people who work to make our lives comfortable. They cook our food, take care of our children, wash our dishes, cut our grass. Well, one day dig our graves. They don't complain. And when they get sick, their options are very few. Um, we care for over 80,000 people. We're the largest faith-based, privately funded health center in America. So we do it with um, 20 providers on our staff. We run a family medicine residency. We have 1,000 doctors who volunteer with us. Um, that's not a made-up number. And we wow. have a dental clinic, an eye clinic. We offer counseling. Uh, we have our own YMCA. We have a nutrition center. Uh, and we operate in a building that uh, is larger than the Empire State Building. Yeah, it's uh, the former uh, Sears Roebuck facility. It was built in 1927. Uh, we're going to take some time out right now. When we come back, we'll continue our look at faith-based health care and why it works, why it can make our broken system better. I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne, and be sure to take a look at uh, pictures of uh, Daryl and me at LateNightHealth.com. Don't go away, more coming up. Recently, I met Jacqueline from Bright here in Los Angeles. She gave me a hearing exam and then showed me how to hear again with the new Signia Pure Series hearing aids. And she can give you your life back, too. I hear birds chirping, birds cooing, and even my wife. They easily connect to my smartphone. The Signia hearing aids are amazing. And with the charge and go, I don't have to fiddle with batteries and hear all day long. Not hearing is frustrating for you and your family. I know, you don't have a problem, but trust me, call Bright here now for a free hearing exam, a $125 value, yours free, just for making an appointment now. There are offices throughout the Los Angeles area. Call Bright here now at 323-424-7100. That's 323-424-7100 for a free hearing exam. There's no obligation. Call now, 323-424-7100, or visit them on the web at brighthear.com. Late Night Health is proud of our partnership with the EBC, the Evolutionary Business Council. Check them out at ebcouncil.com. You're listening to Late Night Health with Mark Allen. The show continues in a moment. If you're listening to Late Night Health right now, you're part of the growing target of baby boomers we're serving. Hi, I'm Daryl Wayne, producer of Late Night Health, inviting you to join the Late Night Health family. If you have any business targeting the growing boomer market, Late Night Health is the ideal advertising vehicle for you. From vitamins to insurance, alternative health to Western-style medicine, Late Night Health caters to the growing population of those over 40 years old. This vibrant demographic has expendable income to fight aging, purchase travel, take care of aging parents, or just have fun. Find out about the advertising opportunities with Late Night Health. Call us at 805-391-0308. That's 805 
391-0308 or email us at info at latenighthealth.com. That's info at latenighthealth.com. Join Late Night Health as we empower people to take charge of their own health care. Call now at 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308. Sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Words are a critical aspect of success. How you get your point across is a crucial part of what makes anything sell. So do it right and hire a writer. Whether it's articles, blog posts, technical writings, website content, product descriptions, or ghost writing anything from a novel to a nonfiction book about your navel, contact Servette Hassan. If you want it to sell, write it right. Email Servette at Servette at ServetteHassan.com. Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen along with the insane Daryl Wayne. Join us at LateNightHealth.com, and you can listen to us on iHeartRadio, um, uh, PodClips, uh, uh, Google Play, and much more. So if you're uh, looking for a place to listen to us, we have lots of places that you can. Um, we're uh, talking with uh, Dr. G. Scott Morris. He's a doctor. He's also a reverend, and he has created something that he calls Church Health uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, you service 80,000 patients a year? Yeah, so I mean, this is, you know, people don't realize how many people are out there who fall through the crack. Um, you know, the Affordable Care Act was intended to try to uh, expand our Medicaid programs, but in the wisdom of the Supreme Court, they let that to be decided state by state. So in 11 states, Tennessee, Mississippi, where we are, uh, being states that have chosen not to expand Medicaid, uh, which means you work in a low-wage job, you get sick, you are on your own. You're S-O-L. <laughs> yes. Right. You know, that's, that, that would, yeah. Which is terrible. Uh, we're the only... Uh, Western country that doesn't have some kind of national health. But would it also be true, though, even in California, that, you know, if you were undocumented, I think you'll have a few folks like that. Um, you don't qualify for anything either. Right. Uh, even Bernie Sanders, Medicare for all never meant Medicare for all. You know, you, you're undocumented. You've been working in America for 20 years. You fall off the roof and you break your leg. Uh, Medicare for all would have meant go back to Mexico. Well, and that's true. And that so if somebody's undocumented, do you don't care if they're documented or not documented? Yeah, I don't want to ever have to look God in the face at the end <laughs> of time and have God ask me when that person came to see you, what did you do? I, I want to be able to say we did the best care we could possibly provide. So, so we provide the same quality of care you'd expect your mother to receive. Um, and our criteria is that, that you're working. So, um, you know, that, that is where we believe the greatest need is, is for, for people who are working in low-wage jobs. And so, yes, I don't care if you're documented or not. So that's terrific. That is great. So can anybody come in? I mean, if I were living in Memphis again, um, uh, yeah, I might not be. I might not be working, but uh, if I were, that's the only criteria that I I do have some job. Right. So there's two ways you access us. I'm a real real doctor's office. You can make appointments, but we also have an urgent care or walk-in clinic 
for which the criteria is I am sick today, I don't have health insurance. The cost is $40. It's the same no matter what your problem is. You got a cold, you got a broken bone, you're at death's doorstep. You know, it's obviously a better deal the sicker you are, but for 40 bucks, <laughs> no matter what. Unless you're a big baby like I am and I have a splinter and I need it taken out, you know. 40 bucks. Uh, 40 bucks. It's it would be worth it because, you know, I couldn't get it out myself. Um what do other um uh health care groups feel about about church health? Yes. Yeah, so the only way we're able to provide the care we do is through uh, enormous cooperation with our hospitals and with the providers around the community. Um, look, from a hospital standpoint, uh, you don't escape the fact that poor people are going to get sick uh, just like everybody else. But it is cheaper for us to diagnose stage one breast cancer than it is for that woman to wait until she has stage four breast cancer and show up in the emergency room. And it's for that reason uh, uh, that the hospitals in Memphis are willing to donate their services for us as long as the physician donates his or her time. Um, and again, there, there's not any problem somebody could have from the cradles to the grave we can't take care of. And we're going to provide you with the absolute best care that Memphis has to offer. And Memphis has some really great uh, medical facilities. Yeah, I mean, we, that's, you know, the second most important industry we have in Memphis is healthcare after FedEx. And, and right after that is barbecue and music. Uh, we got a lot of barbecue and we got a lot of music. Absolutely. Beale Street, real great place, right? Yes, sir. Peabody Hotel still have the ducks. They still got the ducks. Uh, and, you know, we still have Graceland and we still have the National Civil Rights Museum. That is, that is terrific. What about how does somebody having faith affect their own health? Yeah, so being healthy is not about the absence of disease. The World Health Organization would agree with that. You know, who cares if you live two years longer if it means two years longer in a nursing home? Life for life's sake can't possibly be the point. Breathing in, breathing out, none of us are signing up for that. So what we believe being healthy is about is ultimately three things. Having more joy in your life, having more love in your life, and being driven closer to God or those things greater than we are. Um, now, if that's what it takes to be healthy, it doesn't have a lot to do with the doctor. Um, so this led us to create something we call the model for healthy living. We think there are seven things in life that are equally important to life that must be in balance if you're going to be healthy. Now, medical care is one, but it's only one. But nutrition, movement, emotions, family and friends, work, and your faith life. We believe your faith life is as important as anything the doctor would do. Those seven things have to be in balance if you're going to be healthy. And, and it drives all of our programming, and we work with every patient we have around those seven issues. Uh, traditionally, uh, doctors, MDs, don't have a lot of nutrition background. Doctors don't know squat about nutrition. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, you're right, and I've, we've said that. What about your nutrition counseling? Right, so we have a nutrition center that does three things. Number one, we train young doctors 
around these issues of food, culinary medicine. Food is medicine. Medicine. Um, so we bring medical students, residents across the board, uh, but also nurses and dentists to try to engage them around how to talk to patients about food. The second thing we do is we um, uh, have patients, especially with diabetes, that come in, learn how to better cook for themselves in an affordable way. And the last thing, we bring in people from the community who will come in and in a two-hour period cook enough meals for us to serve 200 patients so that when they leave our clinic, they leave with food for their family and themselves, an introduction to our dietitians, along with the pills they're given that probably aren't going to work. <laughs> I love it. Listen, um, this is terrific stuff. Um, when I spoke to Kim uh, uh, about it, I was a little leery, to be honest. Um, but I know that over the years, we've talked about spirituality or or faith in a higher being, and it seems that that and it's not a hundred percent, but if you have faith, you can be healthier. At least but we're not talking about praying over people and getting people to believe the way Scott believes. You know what, what we're talking about is that people of faith. Um, are actually motivated and have an obligation uh, in order to find ways to provide uh, effective healthcare for their neighbors um, and, the, and to do it without relying on government funding. Uh, that is what this work is about. And there are people flying under the radar all over this country that have been doing this work for years and yet nobody knows what's going on. That, and that's what the book is about. Uh, it centers on things that happen in Memphis, but you know we talk about clinics all over the country, even in California, doing this work. Even in California, come on now. Um, I, I, this, I, the book is great. Uh, uh, how people of faith can respond to our broken healthcare system. We've talked about our broken healthcare system ad infinitum here at Late Night Health. The book is called Care, and it's by G. Scott Morris. Uh, with the forward by Jim Wallace. Uh, doctor, I encourage you to come back to the show in a couple months and we'll find out what you're doing uh, in Memphis. I'd like you to hold on a second. I want to talk to you off the air. Daryl, hey, thanks for everything you did today. My pleasure. And uh, thank you for watching and listening at home. Uh, if you, uh, you know, join us at latenighthealth.com. Have a good week, everybody. Have a great week. Most importantly, have a healthy week. We'll see you later. See you next time. Bye-bye for now.